0: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, June the 21st. Hopefully it finds all of you staying safe and staying sweaty at the same time. So, before we kick off... This Q&A episode of the podcast It is brought to you by my homies over at Athletic Greens Again, you guys hear me talk about them all the time It's the one thing I take every single day I never miss a day Especially when the world is rolling normal and I can travel The travel packs come with me anywhere domestically And if we go overseas, rip it, throw it in some water, I drink it Again, it's the easiest way for you guys to kind of cover the gaps in your nutrition. I'm always going to push real food, of course, but I know a lot of you guys get busy just like me. So it's your easy kind of you know, all-in-one supplement with 75 legit whole food sources and ingredients. And again, if you guys struggle like eating greens just like I do, I think it's the easiest go-to. So if you guys hit me up, I'll send you a link for the 20 free travel packs. And I think we still have a couple laying around the office here so if you're a little bit hesitant to dive in and pick them up shoot me a message as soon as possible um i can maybe even just send you some of the mail completely for free so you can try it for yourself that's how much i believe in it so any questions there just hit me up but today's podcast we are going to do a QA episode from you guys coming from instagram youtube and my email as well and i actually have my wife heather scott here to join me on the podcast hey guys How are you, Heather?
1: I'm good. I'm actually really tired, but Jeremy dragged me on the podcast today.
0: (laughs) So you're here. Well, sometimes she promises she'll do it, and then she's like, I'm tired now, I don't want to do it, and then it messes up my schedule. Well, I just
1: worked out, and I had a friend visiting, and I didn't get a lot of great sleep, so Heather with lack of sleep is not her best.
0: Hungry or lack of sleep is not great for any of us, but...
1: but... I'm happy to help you out.
0: You're here. So uh, we're going to dive into your questions here uh, from you guys. And again, obviously, you know, this is just a crazy season of life. I think any of us, you know, the one thing I'll say, it's okay to not feel normal. It it just really is. Like things are changing and shifting every day. We have, you know, 19 weird things going on at a time. And, And I think sometimes when you talk to people or you see people, they... May expect you to act exactly the way you did like four months ago, and i don 't think that 's normal no. to do that and I think it 's okay if you feel a little bit strange and put off and kind of asking yourself like you know when are we going to get through when to the is other this side
1: end? every yeah. day I feel weird and not normal So
0: the one uh the one message I shared it was uh somebody had tagged me in it, and i've been it 's funny enough because like when I you know feel weird and strange and obviously you know things are changing and shifting. And I've said this before. I have a podcast called, you know, the realities of owning a small business, like owning a gym sucks. And I say that in jazz because I love the people here and I love what we do, but owning a business sometimes does suck. And owning one during a pandemic <laughs> sucks, uh, even more. And when I don't feel great.
1: And when your wife's still on furlough.
0: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't uh, help, uh, the scenario at all. It's, it's real just, fun, you know, and I say that, but as much as it sucks and I have not slept great and I feel weird, I know how lucky we are compared to right. everybody else so in the world. You know, obviously, some people, this doesn't affect them at all, really. Uh, but for most of us, it touches us. And for us, obviously, directly. And I, I always say, and, and Monica and I were talking the other day, like, how if this would have happened five years ago in our old space. When oh, yeah. We,
1: It'd be a completely different situation. You know,
0: didn't have our house paid off. Or if it happened in 1997 with no internet and, you know... I was just a kid at home. Like it would, mm-hmm. your parents would probably like it would drive them crazy because you're like you don't have an iPad, yeah, you don't have a computer. Like you're just you can go out and play, but if you can't go play with your friends or like the weird things we're doing. I think so. the
1: only positive is like social media wasn't true. Wasn't as big as it is today. So was, there was no like on you like didn't, the media that would hype be hype yeah. in all the lack of like or the negative information or fake news stories
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of just you know that would
1: be better the the
0: polarizing (laughs) opinions both ways of everybody right it's uh it's been strange and in uh if we're talking about you know like the pandemic specifically uh monica yesterday as her and i are talking was saying it's kind of like uh it's like a mosquito you know it's around it's annoying, and uh you know for most of us, luckily enough, if it bites you, it's not the end of the world, but for some people, it's like it bites you and it gives you the you know malaria and it really messes you up and that's kind of the the annoying thing about it and it's so much information and things are changing every day, and it's really hard to uh obviously you know if you're doing a career or navigating a business or just trying to plan your life, you can't really plan more than a couple of days ahead of time uh at best so It, um, admittedly hasn't been super fun, but you guys are great with the requests and the podcast. And so we decided to hop on and kind of answer some of your questions, hopefully make your life a little bit easier. And what I was driving at before I got lost in thought, which mostly I do when I'm having these weird moments and I, you know, maybe I don't sleep the best or I feel kind of strange because I'm thinking about all these things. I tend to, uh, just cut off all the negative stuff so i don't watch social media at all other than posting in our groups i don't read anything i don't hear anything other than like you know what affects our local community specifically because obviously i run a business here short of that like i don't give a shit about the stuff because i just i can't uh consume it it puts me in a a bad headspace and so i tend to fill my brain with all these positive things and so aside from watching like every episode of log cabin living that has, like, uh, ever existed. I've been watching a lot of Back to the Future because it just, like, the nostalgia of it. It reminds me of being a kid. And the one photo somebody shared with me was uh, uh, Doc Brown talking to Marty McFly, saying, Marty, whatever you do, uh, don't go go to 2020 uh, because, man, it has been uh, quite the shit show. But I will say this. Of all the stuff that's going on, I do think there's some good that's going to come out of it. I, I really do. I think that... Hopefully we come out of this more grounded and, and a better sense of well-being and understanding that, you know, life is precious, time is precious, and, and a lot of things can alter it and shift it. And hopefully we're, you know, at the end of all the stuff, we're just nicer to each other. I really hope that's the takeaway we get is we're just nicer to each other every single day. And we just appreciate, you know, your neighbors, your community people, you appreciate people who are different from you. Um and you're more accepting of of opinions and differences and we just all become better humans as i guess that's kind of my hope uh, uh if, if anything can come from the, sh- the shit storm that would be it like we really just mm-hmm. evaluate our thoughts our beliefs and how we treat people and we're better moving forward i agree so with that i do want to share this i got this message today from uh this guy simon on uh Instagram uh, sent me a DM, and uh, he, just, he goes, I just want to say a quick thank you for uh, your content. I'm a big fan of yours living in Sweden. I listen to all your podcast episodes, and last week, um, I went back and started listening from episode one, which I think is crazy, but Simon, I appreciate you, and he goes, I hope to make it out to Arizona one day once the corona thing is over and work out with you for like, a week or two, and uh, that's super cool. Uh, I'm very humbled by that, and I, I know a lot of people say that, but I truly do mean that, um, you know there's i 'm a human just like all of you guys there 's days where you know i wanna just i wanna say quit but uh you just kind of get fed up with the shit and you wanna just take a break uh and pack it in for a little while and just like you know i don 't have twenty million bucks so i can 't go to my you know beach house in Malibu and hang out for mm-hmm. a year until this all passes over no, that'd so be nice. <laughs> yeah. i gotta um i gotta deal with the shit as it comes, just like you guys and for what it 's worth uh messages like that. Just uh, some guy in Sweden listening to me ramble on about God knows what, you know, has helped him and he appreciates it. And by him just reciprocating these, you know, 100 words.
1: Absolutely. Makes us feel better about everything. Yeah. It makes us want to
0: keep trying and keep helping people the best that we can. And so just, you guys know, I try to, I might miss some stuff, obviously, because now it's, we do get a lot of messages and information but i try to read through all of them at some point in time during the week and just know it means a lot and uh... we appreciate you guys so with that said we're going to drive into your questions that you asked of us so Heather. Do you want to kick off a question to begin? Yeah.
1: So I saw one come across, and it said, "As a woman, should we be hitting the gym like men do? For example, like bench curls, leg press, etc." And obviously, our answer is yes. Um, definitely incorporate strength training as a woman. It's so important, and it's.
0: it's I don't. Not- s-
1: and this one, actually, we can tie it in because the other question was why would why women should lift heavy and we don't get bulky.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll ramble on here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think we should lift the same or very similar. Now, obviously, if you want to spend more time on certain weak points, uh, and that doesn't have to be just male, female. That can be anybody genetically. Some people have fast responders as muscles. Some people have slow responders. Some people naturally just have a butt. They just do. They just God gifted him a nice ass, and that's just the reality. My wife is one of those people. uh Not that you don't work out, but like your butt is nice, you know. So well,
1: and it's like I have soccer legs and body. From yeah, playing but, soccer. Yeah, and
0: genetically though, you just do like your yeah. like how our bodies are proportion, our muscle bellies. But thanks for saying yeah. I have a nice
1: tush. So I married you. So,
0: um but I'm in seriousness. Like that's the truth. Now, if she had like you know no ass just like a long back basically you know she would have to maybe do more deadlifting more split squatting more you know uh, hip thrusts or things like that but in terms of should men and women train the same if the goals are the same i don't see why we wouldn't do similar movements men should deadlift women should deadlift men should squat did women should squat
1: today.
0: you know i guess the way i look at that is almost like you know should women lift like dudes like in your bicep curls i think bicep curls are the most important exercise in the world i'm joking but in all seriousness like yes we should i think women should play sports just like men should play sports women should play basketball men should play basketball women should golf men should golf i don't really see why there would be a difference Mm -hmm. if you tend to like something more than something else that's fine but women can do all the stuff dudes can do if not better in most cases or make it look way sexier and way more graceful if nothing else and
1: just the benefits of um just building lean muscle tissue and building your bone health and strength bone density density is huge for women especially if you're if you don't want to become frail and have issues with arthritis there's so much research done that strength training for women you know early on can help or even later on in life too
0: specifically as you get older Mm -hmm. yes but
1: to prevent it early on do it the younger
0: well and i think for a lot of you guys the earlier you start the better it is you're gonna age range training is real you're building a base and if you're a female you don't have the same hormones as dudes do we have more testosterone that's why we're more aggressive that's why we tend to build muscle mass easier or we tend to be more muscular than an average female is not always but majority speaking we are So I would say it's almost even more vital for women to strength train because it's harder for you guys to build as much lean tissue as us because you don't have the same hormones. And I think, at least the way that I understand it and feel about it, your muscle is your metabolism. So the more lean tissue you can have on your body, the leaner you're going to be overall. The harder your body's going to have to work, the more efficient you're going to be, the rich gets richer. Yes, Mm -hmm. just by sitting on your ass and doing nothing. And that's where I think... And I've talked about this like a hundred times. Like women, I'm generally speaking, the women who are educated and have been, you know, have a good coach and are in a community, they understand this. Lifting weights does not make you bulky. It can't do mm-hmm. that.
1: Especially if you're not eating no. more.
0: The example I always give is like, look at your husband, look at your boyfriend, look at any dude you've ever dated who's probably, mm-hmm. you know, lifted way heavier than you this, his whole life. Is he super jacked? Does he look like Arnold? No, he doesn't. But he's lifted heavy ass weights his whole life. The example I always give is like, I use Dave Drees as an example. My buddy Dave is like, he's a beautiful man. He's been on the cover in Iron Man. You know, he's like a Ford model. He's the dude like every chick like thinks is just generally. He is universally attractive. Mm-hmm. He just is. Dave is smaller now than when like he was lifting super super heavy. He's like the ideal dude basically, like when you see him like, but he can squat like four hundred pounds in the bucket. Like, 400 pounds heavy as shit, and would eat and eat and eat, and he has arguably the smallest legs of anybody I know. And so, partially it's genetics, but the point I'm driving at is this is a man with a hairy chest who has testosterone, who's squatting 400 pounds, and does not have big legs. Well,
1: and same with, like, just the women that come here that are working out right next to doing the same exercise as either their husband or just the men in our groups. Yes, yes they're working out four days five days a week here doing the exact same workouts just obviously the weight's different and um, And sometimes
0: the women lift heavier than the dudes yeah but
1: and it's like they're not (laughs) they're lean and they're not obviously our workouts have like a cardio component to them to it as well so they're getting benefits of cardio as well with you know the addition addition of strength training lifting weights But, but yeah it's
0: we don't alter the workouts for men and women here. Right. They do the same. There's, we and have it's
1: a, up to you to push it to the level that you feel comfortable with or whatever your goals are.
0: So. so, yeah. But when they come in, like, you do the same group as, you know, Jeremy Williams. Like, you guys do the same workouts. He's a 220-pound dude.
1: And some of, the, like, our guys that come here, like, were played college sports. And it's like you could be doing the same workout as someone that, you know, played at that level so
0: so yes to me <laughs> you should train similar if the goals are similar and you should not be afraid to you know you know move some dumbbells or kettlebells or a barbell or push a sled or whatever you're into like i don't see any negative coming from that as long as you know you're chasing quality reps not just the clock and you're going through legit full range of motion and you just can own the patterns as you see fit so don't be afraid um you know getting bulky requires you eating a lot of food in a calorie surplus for an extended period of time. Now, some people genetically are more gifted and can eat more shit and get away with it. Some people can't, and that's just life. But for the most part, like you're not going to gain size if you're not gaining weight, if you're not adding uh, extra calories to your day. It is, it is physically impossible, and I've used this example before. If you have 10 bricks today, you can rearrange the 10 bricks, but in a month from now, if you still have 10 bricks, you don't have any more bricks. Like you can't, if you weigh 140 pounds today, you're not going to gain four inches on your waist or your legs if you weigh 140 pounds a year from now. It just seems like common sense to me. Yeah. So.
1: Um, and then with that one, it was how much, to play off this, how much strength workouts and conditioning workouts should you do in a week? And then we were actually talking about just kind of metcons versus hit style. If you want to explain the difference.
0: Yeah, so like when we we use these generalized terms for everything, and there's again, I'm just going to get technical really quick. When you call like the metabolic conditioning, it might be the examples of see, you guys. Metcon
1: see? stands for metabolic conditioning. conditioning yes. People don't know that. So
0: <laughs> educate yourselves, people. Um So when you like, if you watch, we call them our Sunday metcons. There are these terrible, you know, metabolic conditioning workouts, which if simple, stupid we're taking some modalities of training and marrying them together. So maybe some strength work uh, with some aerobic work, but not necessarily in an interval format. So there doesn't have to be any intervals. We might just, you know, have like a flow day or like a rep count. So meaning we're going to do, you know, 50 push-ups, 50 pull-ups, 25, you know, dumbbell or barbell thrusters. And we might, you know, push a sled for 300 yards and do 100 calories in the assault bike and just do it, you know, as fast as you can. Now that's not... There's no intervals there. That's just a overall kind of shitstorm of a day. Now, if we're talking high-hit training, high-intensity interval training, there has to actually be intervals there. So meaning, for 30 seconds, I'm doing jumping jacks. For 15 seconds, I'm chilling. For 30 seconds, I'm doing mountain climbers. For 15 seconds, I'm chilling. Depending on what you think high-intensity is and how you push the pace, that could be an example of it for you guys. And then to piggyback off the original question, how many days a week should you strength train?
1: Strength workout and conditioning, you know, conditioning workout.
0: I would say for always, it depends on your goals. What's your background? You know, what kind of base do you have? What are you trying to get out of it? What is the end game? For the average person listening, who has a real life, real job, you know, real kids, and wants to do other stuff but not make the gym their life, I think three legit days per week of training of some mix of strength work and metabolic work married together to be the most efficient, kind of like we do here in our groups, that's probably the sweet spot. Three workouts per week, 52 times a year. And you guys are doing a mix of dumbbell work, kettlebell work, you know, assault bike, sled, ski, all the things that, you know, make us fit. I think that's probably ideal. If you were trying to part them out, you know, and you could train four days a week, maybe you do two days, you know, two total body lifts, and two conditioning days, or you do, you know, three kind of strength conditioning days and one just, you know, more aerobic day. There's really not a wrong answer. It's just whatever you like. So like, what would your week look like for you? Well, depending on a normal week.
1: Yeah, I mean, normally, I I would come in here and do the groups, like five days a week, um, usually. And then on the other days, I would like do maybe a walk or a hike or, something active that i enjoy outside um but because here it's like i get a mixture of strength and yeah. cardio
0: so you marry them together right and so and you like you like to hike and you like to go for walks and you like yeah. to ride bike and be active the reason i say the three per week is because one i think that's enough stimulus for most of you guys to make a, a legit change And you can really push yourself with not overworking yourself because you have other stresses of life, especially during this, you know, shit show we're all currently, you know, going through together. But also because I want you to do things you like to do. I want you to find things where your fitness doesn't die in the gym. So if you like to play volleyball or go swimming or paddleboard or ride bikes, you're making fitness just a part of your everyday living. You're not just like oh I you're dreading I got to go to the gym today and you know push some weights. I have to go right. to the gym today and row. No, you're going to go paddleboard and fitness is just the byproduct of paddleboarding. It's the outcome of your activity. It wasn't the goal of the activity. When you come into the gym most of you, the goal is fitness here is to get fit. When you go hike, Some of you might look at it as just exercise, but for you, yeah, you know you're exercising, but you just like to hike.
1: Yeah, and I just, I try to just like build up my strength and my my condition level, my endurance in the gym, and then that way when I get to go do things, you know, outdoor activities that I love, I feel all the benefits, and it's like I've already... I just get to enjoy it and not feel like, Oh my gosh, I need to kill myself on this hike. It's more about now at my age. It's more like, I just want to enjoy the scenery and like, you know, get some exercise in, but I'm not going to like, unless it's a something that we have planned, like a grand Canyon adventure where we're hiking the grand Canyon or, you know, something like that. But, uh, sometimes I'm like, I just want to paddleboard and have it be like more relaxing and, um, but if a current comes or the wind picks up, I have the upper body strength to paddle and the core strength to paddle, you know, really hard if I want. And
0: or a little girl gets stranded and you've got to her back. To- I was like, go-
1: Jeremy, go save that girl. She was like stranded on the side of the cliff. Like these kids were cliff jumping and she was, she was scared, right? Dehydrated? She, she, she was dehydrated they they're were, probably drinking they're probably drinking they're like high schoolers and then um they she was too scared to swim back she thought she was gonna drown so jeremy went and saved her <laughs>
0: <laughs> on a paddleboard
1: and took her back to shore but um, that's
0: why you train that's what we And honestly that's why you do train you train in the gym so you can go do other yeah. things outside the gym that most other people can't do so you're not physically limited oh, hey guys, I can't go for this hike because I'm not fit enough. I can't go ride a bike today. I can't go.
1: It holds you back.
0: And so I think that's the way that I look at it. And obviously, if you're doing it for vanity reasons, then that'll be probably something a little bit different. But the byproduct of you training is you'll start to look and move and feel a different way. And so that's what I do think is probably the, the best mix overall for you guys. And if you just really love coming in here and killing yourself, then obviously you can do that too. I just like I, I say this all the time, I think a lot of people love training more than I do. I like movement, I like sports, I like the way that I feel and how healthy I am, and I do like the way that I look because of the things we do here, and I do think specifically just to look a certain way, and I like to play with patterns, but I don't like to come kill myself seven days a week. And you
1: don't, people, some people think you work out like Hours a day or twice a day because like no. the level of condition you're in and it's like no, you were consistent for years. You used to back in the day work out a lot longer, but now it's like you literally will work out like thirty minutes.
0: Well, because when you're twenty-two years old, you can do that. Yeah, you have no responsibilities. And you have a lot more time. You can sleep. Less like, responsibility And again, you recover faster. Like and again, you what you do is as you get older, at least you should. When you're smart, you start to realize like you don't have to do as much to get the same results or better it's almost like diminishing returns the longer you stay in the gym sometimes the more stress and the more fatigue it puts on your body and it takes away from you know the ultimate goal and if your goal is just to be in the gym and have long workouts well that's not hard to do but I know like people like oh you only worked out for 35 minutes I'm like do you know what I can get done in 20 minutes let alone 35 minutes but again that's because I have the base built and if you're consistent with your efforts and you really are focused when you're in the gym you don't need to be there forever and it's the quality of it
1: right and you have to have your nutrition in check if yes. you really want to see benefits as far as like what your what your goals are and how you feel and how you look
0: so yeah you don't there's no perfect answer but for most of you three by 52 and then just doing things you love outside of being just in the confines of training or in the gym or in your garage, or wherever you do your work. I think that's probably the best bet. And if you like doing some of the nasty stuff we share on Instagram and in our coaching groups and these other programs, then that's a, that's cool too.
1: Next one. Um For Next sure. one, what causes bloat? I get so bloated so easily. Are there imbalances I can fix? So obviously this could be a number of issues with this person so i would say get tested you might have like a food allergy if you're getting bloated all day every day um you could have a hormone imbalance i've had like thyroid issues before um maybe you're and i've had um if you have estrogen as a female if it's too high you could you could get more puffy and Get more body fat in your abdomen area and also feel more bloated. So I would definitely start with like a food allergy test, wouldn't you say, or, and get a blood test done to, to look at your hormones. But maybe just start changing things in your diet. If you, you yeah. know, dairy is something that can bloat a lot of people, um, gluten.
0: For most of you guys, I would say it's just start with the food first. Mm-hmm. Like alcohol processed sugar dairy uh your wheat products probably yeah i think that's yeah that's probably the easiest way to go and just look at your food like am i eating whole real nutrient dense foods then if you are look at the ones just google the 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 most common five things that you eat and see you know where they kind of rank on the level of whether it be inflammation or if it's not agreeing with you when you eat something you just audit yourself and maybe just we do this in some of our groups, actually, or some of the programs, I think it's the 28-day fasting one, and maybe one other one, where we kind of do a, an audit, where they eat, and then audit how they feel. Now, we do it in the fasting protocol, like, hey, you didn't eat for 16 hours, how do you feel here? And you write it down kind of, you know, chart it each day. You can do the same thing with the food you eat. So, okay, I had cottage cheese, and a glass of milk, and I had this, and okay, well, when I took this out, I felt this way. And you just do that for maybe 10 days, and you know, assess from there a how you look, but how do you feel? So, when you eat something, does your nose start to run? Do you have almost like this thick mucus in your throat? Do you have allergic reaction? Like, is there something going on internally that's manifesting itself? So, you can see yourself bloated. I think, is a yeah, good are you,
1: you constipated? Are you having troubles with that? Like, that's a uh, yeah. big indicator something's not right. Um. But magnesium does help in the evenings if you do have, struggle with digestion issues. If take it in the evening because it can kind of calm you at the same time and <laughs> you can kind of get sleepy. But also, like lemon drinking lemon water helps a lot for me when I'm bloated. Um, and like different teas that have you know ginger, lemon, turmeric, um, probiotics, probiotics help,
0: chia seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think all those- not
1: eating so qu- um so much at one time and also not spacing it out so not eating like every this might not work for some people like to eat, you know, the six meals a day or five meals, but that like usually seems like a lot seems like a lot for your body to digest throughout the day, so maybe eliminate some of those snacks or meals and spread it out so you might eat you know, a couple space it out
0: like five, four or five hours at a time. Right. It's probably better than every two hours. And just, again, like, just understand, like, where where is it coming from? Like, and that's why I say audit. Audit how many times a day you go to the bathroom. Audit if you're regular. Like, when do you go to the bathroom? Like, what does it feel like? Like, again, like, I've had a whole podcast on poop before. Like, mm-hmm. what does your poop look like? Like, mm-hmm. what's the consistency? What's the color? Um, I'm sure it still smells the same, but, like, there's things you can do (laughs) to, you know, understand, like, how you're feeling, and uh, I think we spend a lot of time in life on stuff that doesn't matter, like scrolling on social media and just, like, watching worthless stuff on Netflix and on TV, and there's a time for escapism, sure, but yet we don't sit and jot down how we feel when we eat food and what foods agree with us and, and which ones what don't. what is
1: gut health? <laughs> like The average person doesn't know anything about gut health.
0: No. And so if we can be, if this podcast is an outlet for you guys to become more educated, that's part of the reason why it exists. But I think that's just a you know habit patterns for anybody is if there's something wrong, spend the time to investigate and reach out to people and listen to people who might be more educated and you know, really just be diligent and spend your time trying to solve the issue so that would be my advice if you're feeling bloated and uh and
1: athletic greens does help too because it has a variety of different um ingredients that help with digestion, so I take that every day as well and that's really helped me with my own gut health because it has it has digestive enzymes and it has probiotics in it and then it has um natural like other um like licorice root and you know ginger like i mentioned different things that can also naturally help your body get rid of bloating and and you know make your digestive system healthy so
0: anytime you can do stuff that's you know going to take away from irritating the system and it's going to fill the system with like powerful micronutrients and that make you feel better i think you guys will be on the right track and i will say this like if there is anything good to come out of this season of life, which there will be a lot, I've been so consistent with my, all my Vitamins, supplements. Vitamins, yeah. yeah. Not, uh, athletic greens I never miss. I haven't for probably three years. Uh, even during this, a lot of times I've been taking two a days uh, to build up my immune system. And because I, I feel better when I take it, I feel like I do have more energy. But uh, I've been very diligent with that, so proud um, of myself.
1: So this question's for you. What do you do on rest days? How does your activity and food intake look?
0: What do you do on rest days? I asked you. What do you do, though? Just walk?
1: Yeah. I usually do, like, one legit, like, active rest day, I guess I would say. And I usually walk. Um, That's pretty much what I do. Yeah. in like, mobility, I'll do some stretching and kind of like a mobility flow. But...
0: Yeah, it you know it, it depends. It, it changes. Like this week for me has been uh, different just because I had a lot of bullshit um, to deal with, so my training schedule is kind of off from the normal. But in a normal week, or at least you know pre-pandemic anyway, uh, and again, what I've done, what I did the last two years, like lifestyle, I, I can't repeat. Uh, again, I, I did too much. You and, did? Uh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I did a lot. I
1: like.
0: I worked, barely would see you. I worked a lot. Well, I would
1: see you when I was here, but
0: well, because I was trying to do everything at scale at once, and it's it's possible. It's just not fun. But I also like trying to build different parts of this business off of just the training, not just the gym aspect of it, but but the podcast and and a lot of the you know the back end of the the internet stuff that you guys will see Mm. there's a lot of pieces to that and uh you know i'm trying to still work with all the people you know do these other projects with these other companies pay off our house and that's you know was the driving factor to do it and uh so that year those probably like a year and a half honestly almost two years i can't replicate that so what but that what i would do is i would train monday and tuesday um you know Heavy or you know like upper body heavy uh, lower body heavy then Wednesday would be my my lighter day, foam rolling mobility stuff, then like the Thursday Friday, uh, upper body hypertrophy, lower body hypertrophy, Saturday, film a lot of the content, test a lot of the workouts out myself that we coach people through here, and then Sunday do this terrible advanced Metcon and uh, obviously now my schedule is kind of funky because of the you know, the pandemic and the seasons, and what i 'll probably do is a similar loading stuff, but on my days off, I tend to do way more mobility and do more form rolling because it's important. But what I'm going to start to do is just take more walks, you know, ride, you know, bike more, and uh, maybe do some other things like I personally just want to do that I have put off doing um, just for myself, like just other activities, and Maybe whether that be, you know, shooting hoops or, you know, walking the dog early in the morning just really basic things that I didn't make time for which is important and I understand that now so on my off days I tend to just you know fix anything that doesn't feel good and then what I'm also going to do moving forward is things that I actually like to do and that you know could be us going paddleboarding up north in Arizona or going to the shooting range and just you know things that are that I haven't done because I was just too busy working or at least i, I thought i was too busy and you would doing do that.
1: those things every now and then when i would be like okay like let's yeah
0: or go bowling shit like that
1: but yeah you're just going to be able to do it more often because you'll have more flex you have more flexibility now which well is I, awesome. ju- I just need to like you I need just, to and i've told you that it, for I, a long
0: I'll, time you know you just for your mental sandy and because you know Why the hell not? You only live once. Yeah.
1: You got to, like, enjoy it.
0: And so, to answer the question with the food, um, I I eat very similar. Like, every single day other than probably. Do you
1: eat less when it's, like, a rest day? Or not not uh, as active day?
0: Maybe, yeah. Probably a little bit. I don't don't track the macros anymore. I'm over that shit.
1: But, yeah, usually, like, I'm not as hungry. And if I just have done, like, a walk, then maybe I didn't... Probably don't eat, like, as many calories.
0: Yeah, I definitely week we'll probably keep the carbs to just like green veggies and cauliflower rice and stuff and maybe not have you know ezekiel muffins or as many or as much treats uh yeah and so maybe just like blueberries uh and you know a power crunch bar and something like that like crazy i'm addicted to blueberries right now actually they're good for you too but uh i've been feeding them every day I eat like about six ounces they're great So yeah, I do eat a little bit less, probably on the carbs, protein is probably the same, fats are probably the same, and then maybe just no treats uh, on the days I don't move my body around. And then obviously the days I move more, I can eat more stuff that's probably not, you know, super healthy for you, but that's part of your workout. Um, (laughs) Like
1: In-N-Out burger?
0: Yes, I do like, um, well Monica bought us those, did you try that that cinnamon thing?
1: that new french bakery was amazing um i had the chocolate croissant which is like my favorite um and then yours was like some cinnamon i didn't i don't even know
0: what, did you try it
1: i had a bite yeah i don't
0: know what do you call that it's like a it looked like a cinnamon muffin but it wasn't
1: no it's not a muffin it's like it fu- was still
0: it's like full of air
1: no it wasn't it wasn't a croissant no
0: but it's like a wrap though like yeah. it wasn't like a muffin like a muffin's dense Or like cake is dense, you know.
1: It was a it was good though.
0: Um but yeah, I tried that. Or like you know, some little like donuts. I do like like those little cinnamon donuts or cinnamon rolls I like. Cookies. Safeway cookies are bomb. Crumble cookies. Crumble cookies are good too i like all the same stuff you guys do i just i try to really i try to space it out but I,
1: just let them know that you do splurge like you have yes. your treats on the weekend because a lot of people you don't yeah. post it so dude i tell you guys like, they don't think that no,
0: there's no point of living your life if you can't eat cinnamon but rolls they don't
1: they look at you and they they all people ask me are they like oh my god jeremy eats that or like
0: yes you guys 99% of the time no but i do and i can't but here's the thing i don't feel guilty about it like You should do that stuff once in a while. If you're doing it every single day, that's the problem. Like, if you're getting hammered drunk with your friends every day, it's a problem. If you're doing it once a year, it's cool. If you want to have a beer every day, you can have a beer every day. If you want to have a glass of wine every day, you can have a glass of wine every day. You just can't eat a bunch of shit and drink the wine.
1: Yeah, it's like you have to pick.
0: And you have to know what your goals are, too. Yeah, (laughs) well, you do. Like, if your goal is to be completely shredded and ripped, you probably shouldn't drink beer every day. You could drink a beer every day, I think, and still do it. You just have to be really diligent and eat you know salmon and brussels sprouts and it has to kind of fit what you're trying to do, but I like all the same stuff you do i just I can delay the gratification better than most people because I just mentally
1: you're on a whole other level
0: well again, I take my shirt off still a lot of times for a living in this business, part of it was built on <laughs> what I look like so if I looked like a bag of shit, men's health isn't going to call me. They're just, that was, that's, that's not what they do. Like, that's, so I always say, like, don't do what I do. Like, I'm a. It's
1: not attainable for like a lot oh. of people. Why
0: would you want to? Like, why would you want to? Unless it makes, again, a huge reason why I do it. 90% of it is because I feel a certain way. If I eat this way, I feel a certain way. And that's, I predicate every decision off of how do I feel. I pretty good every business decision we make here off of how I feel. I don't want to feel like shit when I eat. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel tired, lethargic. I don't want to make business decisions that are going to stress me out and make me feel like shit. I'm not going to do things just to chase money. I want to do things that make me feel good. That's what being healthy is. That's mental. uh, It's physical, both internal and external. And I think you guys should approach your food the same way. I agree. Boom.
1: Uh. Do you know any benefits of tea, specifically green tea? I did. Um, so I do drink tea. Right now it's hot. It's summertime in Arizona, so I don't it drink, is. Drink, drink as much. It's hot here. So, um, but usually I try to drink like a tea, like a turmeric tea, um, a ginger ginger lemon tea again for digestion. I know um anti inflammatory benefits. Turmeric has been um, they have said that it can be an anti-carcinogen anti-carcin- carcin- <laughs> and can help... Uh, I don't even know these words. Yeah, the benefits of Alzheimer's. It can help. Poss- what is it?
0: We have a turmeric supplement at home, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Possibly with um, with Alzheimer's disease and then... Inflammation. Right, I said inflammation. Oh, wasn't um, listening to you, sir. Peppermint tea is really good too, if for digestion and um it's great to have at night, and then green tea, I know matcha green tea has more benefits than just standard green tea. Um, I think some of the benefits are like metabolism boosting and um antioxidants, it can help lower cholesterol and um blood sugar, so I think that's why a lot of people drink that one, but typically I do more of like a digestion tea or like a relaxing um, chamomile tea, sleep, you know, the calming sleep teas that have benefits um, naturally to help you sleep better or relax you, you know, if you have anxiety issues and things like that.
0: And the uh, caffeine, green tea, black teas have caffeine in them, give you a little boost. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people here. I think Gina uh, doesn't drink coffee. She only drinks tea, yeah. which is crazy. To I me. know
1: people like that, and like how can you do that? Especially right now, like echinacea tea has, um, you know, has helps with symptoms of uh, cold and flu, and can immu- immune boosting benefits as well. So I'm I'll, just kind of looking through this one website that kind of lists a lot of different tea options.
0: Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, if you're a coffee person like we are, it's probably, um, there's only so much caffeine I can take in a day. And well,
1: that, and if you don't like coffee, which I just am obsessed with coffee, um, there is like a coffee leaf tea, too. Really? So that's an option.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. Does they, it taste like coffee? They
1: basically steep coffee leaves in water. Uh, The other questions we have are: How do you naturally increase testosterone?
0: (laughs) Squat, squat, deadlift. I guess for for movements. I guess that's what you would do. Compound lifts, picking up heavy shit. Sleeping, getting legit sleep. Um, I I think that's probably the biggest ones. Not, I mean, try not to stress. Naturally that has got to be it strength training getting quality sleep and just making sure you know your diet is in check i'm assuming getting enough quality fats in is a huge part of it and protein for sure cuz i know like a lot of people when they if they compete naturally and don't use drugs they um they become really depleted and i think a lot of times their hormone levels drop dudes for sure even women for sure uh can have some pretty nasty side effects when you're so such in a a calorie deficit and you're putting so much stress on the body and if you're not reintroducing like androgens in I, i think you'll see it drop and so getting legit sleep getting enough high quality fats uh legit protein and then doing compound lifts and making sure you're taking enough like rest and recovery time i think is ideal uh for most of you guys and then we did a podcast with uh dr ben evans on testosterone replacement and all the things he suggests too on top of that so you guys can listen to that episode too he's a pretty smart dude runs about six clinics here and then i don't know if like does like a tribulus maybe naturally let it release dhea i'm talking supplements here maybe a tribulus does i don't have all the info so don't you know don't troll me and say i told you it was a lifesaver but that dhea and then that's uh, probably what i can think of off the top so
1: thoughts on glut- glutamine
0: um if you guys are taking like protein powder um you're getting it already i'm assuming uh even some of the stuff you eat uh for in terms of like recovery benefits probably you could throw it in one of like five grams a day i think is what the suggestion is kind of similar to like a creatine uh yeah there's benefit to it for sure some people say it does help them recover and Cut down on soreness uh, and all those things. So yeah, there, I don't think there's any harm in, uh, in throwing it in.
1: Okay, and then how do you best figure out macros?
0: <laughs> um, we have a free macro guide for you guys. If you want it, just shoot us a message and we can send it to you. You can download it. It'll break down kind of how we distribute proteins, carbs, and fats based on your goals. It really. A lot of these questions just come down to your goals and what you're trying to do. And you know, if your goal is to gain size obviously you have to be in an energy balance or like excuse me an energy surplus or a caloric surplus if you will and if you're trying to lose fat and lose body fat you have to be in a calorie deficit so if you're like aggressive for somebody generally speaking like you work out a ton and you're trying to like get shredded if you took like your body weight you know times 10 for grams and you weighed 200 pounds and You know, maybe it's 2000 calories and you just adjust the macros from there based on, you know, how much protein, carbs and fats you need. I'm just throwing out random stuff. It might be 11 cows or 12 cows or 13 cows, depending on, you know, body type, endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph and like what you're trying to do. But we do have a free guide and you guys can download it. We have a video, we have a blog, we have a ton of free stuff Mm -hmm. in terms of macros and a podcast as well on just macros.
1: Perfect. And then this person was saying they have crippling back pain every time after playing golf. Tips on a mobility strength routine. So if someone's sore after playing golf or any, you know, playing basketball, whatever, you know, activity they're doing, what would you do? Quit playing golf.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, golf is great. Uh, I'm just not very good at it. It And Heather's, I'm not terrible. I can golf around. I don't think you can make a round. Dude. <laughs> I don't think you can make it for a own. She is good at I,
1: I'll be honest. It's like the one, I don't really even call it a sport, but I know people are going to hate me for saying well, that. Well,
0: it's a skill. It's, it's a sport. Here's the thing. I'll say it like this. This is what you mean when you say that. It's a sport. It is a high-level skill. You don't have to be necessarily superly, overly athletic to excel in it. And what I mean is you don't have to be able to run fast or jump high or move laterally quickly to be awesome at golf. I just think it's boring.
1: I don't – maybe because I suck, but
0: – Well, because you like the other – you like the athletic sports. So meaning yeah. like you can play a great soccer game and not score a goal, and you can still play a really good game. You can play in a basketball game and contribute and be part of the reason why the team won and not make a basket. Right. Golf is just you and the ball and you hit the ball or you don't or you hit it well or you hit it like shit and it just takes time of practicing it's just like it frustrating. where you can probably naturally just go in and, and be like here, I've never played soccer
1: yeah. in my
0: life you could put me on a, on a rec soccer team and I could contribute mm-hmm. because I'm fast and I can run and I can move and I can start and stop and I have enough eye and foot coordination to be able to be not completely shitty where golf is like it just takes this yeah. uh, crazy thing What was the Uh, question? (laughs) Okay,
1: so like what kind of mobility routine if they're really sore after doing something like golf?
0: It's tough to say what the issue is. Um, On our YouTube page, we have a whole mobility playlist broken down by body part. A lot of times what we see here, and I'm generalizing like crazy, is these guys come in and they don't foam roll. They don't do mobility, they're not doing enough strength training, and they're just golfing. So if you're not in a legit strength training program that integrates mobility and foam rolling, please do that. For them, oftentimes, it's because their glutes are shit. So things like the elevated pigeon stretches, foam rolling the glutes, doing, you know, world's greatest stretch or Spider-Man stretch, inchworms, making sure the hamstrings and the glutes are loose so the low back doesn't feel super stiff is oftentimes what it is. Not foam rolling the lower back, don't do that, but foam rolling the glutes, which will feel almost like it's a low back. And then obviously really stretching them out, getting your piriformis, you know, kind of where it needs to be is probably the easiest bet.
1: What about using like the bands or what I do for my neck and upper back um, to strengthen the lower, lower back? Like yeah. doing like a.
0: I think the whole posterior chain, honestly, like from face pulls all the way down, is ideal. I just think you guys should be, you know, squatting and lunging and, and doing all the kind of dynamic movements, and not just. And again, depending on how violently you swing. Like golf can be violent, like not in the terms of like, it's not, you know, MMA, but you're swinging this club probably hard as shit multiple times over and over again. And the torque you're putting on, again, if you're twisting at the low back instead of the upper back, I guess you have to be cognizant of that as well. So, yeah.
1: And then last one, steps and tips on approaching sponsorships and getting sponsors.
0: In the world today.
1: Right now it's not Dude, uh, I don't know. Not easy.
0: Um the world is weird right now. I don't um there's a lot of things you know I had planned this year and like tentative outlines I agreed to and like events and things that are just not happening. I don't think I don't think any of them are going to happen. Like, hey, Jeremy, will you come to this resort and present to this group on nutrition? And will you come to this and, you know, do this workout? And I don't know if any of that stuff's going to happen. And I haven't had anybody contact me for product stuff during this entire thing. Other than people who are like, they're kind of, I don't know how to say this. They're confused uh, about what's going on, so they'll message me, "Hey, Jeremy, uh, we'll, I will send you this T-shirt. Will you wear it, talk about it, and post it?" No, dude, that's not what we do here. We don't even know who you are and what you work with. I think we did the Nike stuff was just before well, this. I was going to
1: say Nike was in Feb- February, and then before that was Project Rock, um, Under Armour, the Rocks Under Armour brand.
0: Yeah and then
1: so, in the past it was Reebok so like how do you in before
0: in a normal client like world where there's not this pandemic and brands can't do stuff and, and again I'm not saying you can't do it during this you for surely can I'm sure it's still going on like we're still doing partnerships with people they're just different uh, but you have to understand and I've talked about this before these companies are using you to make money like that's what they do you are essentially an independent contractor for them for this job for this project for this series whatever it is It's no different than when I do these things for a men's health or for like we did Nike this year and Project Rock this year and Under Armour they want to know hey if we come to Jeremy or Susie or Andy what can Andy do for us in terms of distribution what can he do for us in terms of sales what can he do for our brand does he align with our goals are the things that he's saying and doing things that we would say and do and so if you love a product and you use it you can reach out to these people and say hey I am I don't know who wrote this question Uh, I am so-and-so and here's my Instagram, here's my Facebook, here's my YouTube, here's my Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, email list, here's my blog, here's my podcast, here's what I do, here's what I'm offering you guys, and at the end of the day, just how much value can you provide them, and you have to make that apparent and clear, and you have to know what you're worth, and they have to also understand your value, which it's hard in this world, because this is still new, even though like we've, I worked with Reebok for like, just Reebok for like seven years, or something crazy, and uh, I did a lot of stuff with supplement companies in between there. We did a lot of little projects with other people. We've done a lot of stuff with apparel companies uh, since then. And you just have to know what you're worth. And we think like even if it's been going on for you know seven, eight, nine years or something now, maybe, maybe probably eight years is more realistic. It, that's an that's infancy stage of a business. An infancy stage of an industry is eight years. Imagine the first eight years of the hotel industry what you guys would do compared to what you do now. So understand they don't know how to price you and you probably don't know how to price yourself. So you have to understand and know what you can ask for. And feel free to reach out to me like, hey, Jeremy, my following is this big. And a lot of times they just go off of numbers, which I believe is super stupid because I know people, friends of mine, who don't have, you know, quote unquote, huge followings who make real money and have real influence and can sell real shit. And I know other friends of ours who have 100,000 people on, like, Instagram, and they have no influence, and they don't have a real community. So, I think that's where you have to let those companies understand that. And, but a lot of times, they do just look at numbers and they look at, you know, wh- how much distribution you can give them. And they're going to want, you know, analytics and they're going to want, you know, is it male, female? Where's your biggest city demographics? What do your stories look like? And they're going to want you to fulfill whatever they're asking for you on the back end. So I guess the, to short answer it quick, reach out to the people that you really want to work with that you think are companies that align with you and your brand and don't sell your soul for free shit. Um, don't do stuff for... It's called d- negotiating. Yeah. And again, <laughs> if you got 300 people on your Instagram they are willing to sell, you, send you a pair of free shoes, then... Start little sure. and then
1: build it up.
0: But don't sign anything... Like saying you'll do exclusive stuff unless you, you know it's really worth it. And again, we get so much stuff sent here all the time. I have boxes in our office right now. But I don't even, even open them yet. Like I, and sometimes people just send stuff to us.
1: And they just, in hopes that you would share it and talk about it. And, and sometimes, if you like it. The crazy
0: thing is sometimes they'll send stuff and they won't follow up. And I really love the show. Or
1: there's like no instructions on like how to actually talk about their product and no. what, what is their goal for sending this to you i'm trying to think what is that other than just sharing it on your social media yeah
0: because there is companies that have sent me really nice stuff that i like and i'm like i'll reach out to them
1: like but soda clothing i mean they sent that for free they're great they've sent a ton of stuff i love those guys and then now it's like you can wear them all the time and it's just great marketing for them
0: did because i ever Because you're mess? a minnesota boy yeah i love their stuff they make great they make great stuff for every state by the way it's free yeah
1: classic state
0: free plug for a classic state right now
1: they have um
0: uh but they make great state. shit and i would wear dude if you make good stuff the, what is the company with the v i don't even know the name but like the swim trunks i wear mm-hmm. and like the hat they sent those are they're like hundred dollar swim trunks i'd never pay that but they sent them and they never asked for like They never offer me anything. So I'm like, okay, well, I like it and I'll wear it, but I'm not going to tag it and do the thing. So I guess reach out to the people you like, make sure they align with your brand, make sure you know your worth, make sure they're not ripping you off and uh, just take it slow and you kind of build each one on on top of each other and don't be a, a product whore and don't, you know, don't sell everything and don't, you know, jump train 97 different times and really organically build it into what you do so it's not super salesy and i don't think it's
1: something that you truly believe in like athletic greens we both will talk about it all the time because it's something we take
0: it every single day
1: that we truly feel has helped us we want to help others
0: and i can make way more money selling other shit that isn't as good but i don't believe in that like i have no problem like hey nike wants to reach out to you and honestly i said no to be honest with you guys I'm like nah I don't really want to do that and they're like well what if we and they'll present but then you negotiated well they'll present something to me and I'm like well I don't want to do that but I like I have no I like Nike shoes and before Reebok that's all I had was Nikes Mm -hmm. and now I only have the free ones they send me Uh, but I have no problem with the stuff and I'm like send me the stuff let me try everything I do I say send it to me let me try it let me see what it's like and then we can talk from there I do that with everybody whether it's clothes or supplements or anything and a lot of times it'll be like yeah man it tastes like shit and i say that straight up because like if it does i'm not going to i'm not going to promote something i don't or like or
1: like negotiating the affiliate partnership like affiliate program and then negotiating that percentage that you get from the yes. sales it has to make you're sense influencing
0: and it's like if it's you know i need to i need this much money to do this and it's worth it to me because i know my value is this and i know it can bring you this much in return and with that stuff anything that we affiliate and work with companies it's only because i've worked with them for a long time and we know them like personally and we believe in the product and take it but the biggest thing i'm like i need you to give the people who listen to me watch our stuff follow our stuff i need you to give them a discount i need you to hook them up and make it cheaper for them because they hang out with me than if they just bought it on the street and that's what i do for all of you guys because i'm like I don't need to get rich off of this shit. I just need you guys to do something that's healthy for you. And if I can save you a couple bucks along the way and you want to do the same stuff I do, that's one of the biggest reasons we do things for sure. So hopefully that answers the question. So cool? Yeah. I'm super tired.
1: I think that was pretty much the majority of them. So
0: yeah, uh, I'm hungry and thirsty.
1: I know, me too. I'm just yeah, obviously I couldn't really talk uh, at, towards the end of this. I'm over <laughs> it today.
0: I need a break for a couple of days. Um, so thank you guys uh, for the questions. As always, if you happen yeah, to be send on, us more if you
1: yeah. have more any questions, you want us to answer. yeah,
0: that makes sense. And we can speak on them with any intelligence. I will. I'm gonna get guests coming back on here shortly it's just obviously I'm been just a,
1: like the filler.
0: Yes, <laughs> no, we love having you on. They love you. I'll bring you on all the time if you want to be, for sure. Uh but I have other people on the queue. I just got to work out scheduling and obviously the pandemic and all the, you know, Fun shit stuff. Shit going on. It's just it's harder to navigate than uh you guys know. It's a it's been a mess. So, if you're in iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Uh, scroll your finger all the way down the podcast app. Drop me a five-star. Leave me a comment. I truly would appreciate it. Same thing if you're on your MacBook or your iPad. Go to the iTunes icon. Click five-star ratings review. review. Share this with a friend or a family member. I truly would appreciate it. And again, reminding you guys, the podcast is brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens. We can hook you up with 20 free travel packs with your first order. It's the one supplement I take every single day, and I never miss it. And if you're really on the fence and you're not sure, I'll shoot you a free travel pack if you hit me up super fast here because i don't have that many left laying around the office but i will send one to you uh and again it's not a milkshake but it is the best tasting greens i've ever taken that's why i take it every single day so uh heather thank you you're welcome and uh you guys you know stay safe stay sweaty and until next time eat well train hard be nice to people and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to i'll talk to you guys soon peace